Now to put on the headphones and see how it sounds. Oh, that's great. Hello and welcome to the Odyssey Scoopcast, your source for the latest in Adventures in Odyssey news, now in podcast form, for those who don't have time to read. But we aren't giving you news in this episode. Instead, we are giving you our awesome opinions on awesome episodes of this awesome new album called A Call to Something More, or the less awesome name, Album 57. Time to end this awesome intro and get to the awesome content. Welcome, everybody, to the Odyssey Scoopcast. We are here reviewing uh, the latter half of Album 57, A Call to Something More. And with us today, we have Kevin and, and Ryan, as usual. But actually, Hello. we have a special guest here named... You could say your name if you want. Oh, I, 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 hi, I'm Josh Taylor. Yeah. I don't know why I always do that instead of just saying people's name and then having them <laughs> name. Stuff. I always wait for them to say it. <laughs> Welcome, Josh, to the show. Hi. It's good to have you here. Thank you for having me. I can't believe I'm on the Scoopcast. I've been listening for years. Have you, Josh? I actually have. Long before I knew you guys, I listened to your show. Well, thank you very much, I don't think Josh. I ever told you that, Kevin. But yes, I li- I've always listened to the Scoopcast. I'm touched. I didn't watch Messy Mondays until after I knew you. That's fine. I do videos on YouTube under a YouTube channel called Blimey Cow, just in case people are wondering like, why right. all of a sudden we're talking about a videos in association with some guy named Josh. They're really funny, too. He does a new video every week, him and his brother and his wife and other members of his family and friends. It's kind of a commentary on pop culture or, or life uh, in general. And sometimes they you... Basically, they make fun of everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's pretty much it. We just find something new to complain about every week and we uh, complain <laughs> about it. It's funny, mm-hmm. but it's also a little thought-provoking as well. So Yeah, it's sort of didactic satire. Oh, wow. big words, Gary. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, moving on to what we're talking about in the Scoopcast, because it is about Odyssey. We are going to be first talking about life expectancy. So we're going to kind of just go around in a circle a little bit. Yeah, we're going to play a game of Duck, Duck, Goose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the last few episodes that we've reviewed for this album have been more funny episodes. But man, these next five episodes that are on here are just like... They're heavy. Uh, I cried a lot. Josh made fun of me for having cried a lot. But Kevin did cry. Mascara ran everywhere. Oh my goodness. They're really good episodes. So we're going to kind of just talk about the episode. And at the end, we're each going to give it, again, going with our previous theme, we're going to each give them a rating out of 10 somethings relating to the episode in honor of plugged in <laughs> reviews. Like eight out of 10 deaths. Yes, that's an excellent idea. What was the title that I um, had for it? Uh, (laughs) Connie's mom Mom leaves town town. forever. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but you know what? I'm making jokes, but you know, what else can I do? I mean, exactly. That's what Mr. Whitaker said. That's all you have. I mean, that's what Connie was trying to decide in these episodes. How do you deal with suffering and death? Mm-hmm. You make jokes about you, it. You rate it at 8 out of 10 June deaths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, maybe I will, will go first. Do it, Garrett. As far as, I believe okay, in you. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I, I really like this episode as well. I cried just like everybody what else. What is wrong with did. all of you people? Well, it's, I didn't cry. Don't, it was Thank sad. you, Ryan. 
It takes a real man to be in touch with his emotions. I am in touch with my emotions, but I don't cry at radio broadcast. I'm just kidding. I actually do cry. (laughs) I didn't cry for this one, though. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. I teared up. I just feel like Katie Lee's performance in this episode was really fantastic. Agreed. It was a tough role to play this time around. Because, I mean, in the last couple seasons, I I just feel like she didn't really have much to do and was kind of boring. Yeah. But this album really just overloaded her with story meat her mom dies so she's got that whole you know fire in the flames to run through that's a big trial to work through but also you know jeff lewis is showing up and then jules the sister she never knew she had it's just like there's tons of stuff now that they can do with her which i'm really happy about yeah i felt like this episode even though there was a, there was a lot of really heavy and hard scenes to play kaylee did a really great job on connie throughout all of it uh well you know i completely agree with you garrett i thought that connie whenever she found out that her mom had passed away, like the way she was saying, well, well, I'll have to talk to her about that now, about the heart attack stuff. And yeah. then, well, actually, Connie, you can't talk to her because she's dead. And, and then her reaction to that was just like, so the way that I was feeling at that moment, uh, even though I haven't experienced that, like the way that it would, seems like someone would react to such terrible news. You could see kind of in the back of her mind, she knew this news was going to come to her, but she was trying to deny it the whole time. She's like, okay, well, I guess I'll just have to go talk to her. Where is she? Because I think she had already kind of figured out by that point that her mom had died. Yeah. She just didn't want to believe it. Yeah, that's a good point, Garrett. It was just like just this rejection of that information because she just so didn't want it to be true. Yeah. And you'd feel that just by the way she was acting. It It was like, wow. (laughs) How did you feel about it, Ryan? Yeah, I think the acting was really good. Um, The part where she's in the hospital and she's talking to her mom after her mom died. Like, that was really mm. touching. And, like, I almost cried, but I didn't. That's, so, that's good. Yeah. 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 It's just a radio show. Your, the year, man. It's just a radio <laughs> show. It's just a radio They're not real people. <laughs> you know, I would say the thing that I didn't like about this episode was that uh, Wooten was the one who broke the news to <laughs> Connie. Like, here's, uh, see, I'm, I thought I'm about was... to give you the most important information of your life, but I, I'm Wooten. I'm Wooten. Because <laughs> I don't want to worry you. <laughs> but then at the end, like, I felt bad for feeling he that re- way. He redeemed himself. He, no, he honestly, really did. Uh, other than a couple of very Wooten moments. Yes. I think we all know when we say Wooten moments, what a Wooten moment is. Yeah. Eating all the food that, or just saying something dumb Connie. like "Oh, this is as dumb as when," and then like just some sort of joke mm-hmm. about something that has nothing to do with anything, and definitely never actually happened. Uh, he actually did pretty like uh, Jess Arnell did a great job uh, humanizing his character, and the and the writing for him was good, and uh, he was actually relatable and was toned back to a level where I could actually deal with him. Yeah, I really felt the same way with as far as or not quite the same way. I actually liked Wooten for the first time in a while. <laughs> like he was sort of there for comic relief, but he wasn't so much just used to try and kill the seriousness all the time. He had this sort of wiseness. Yes. This episode really reminded me a lot of uh shortly after everybody thought Mitch had died and he was comforting Connie with back in that episode. It was uh-huh. just like he was kind of funny, but at the same time he was just trying to be there for her and being a good friend. And that's exactly what I saw now. Like I'm just happy that I, I can be reminded of old Wooten now, even though, you know, everybody said he's changed so much. And he had for a while, but I feel like he this episode he was a little more in character by my definition. See, and I would say that for part three. Like in part three, yeah. everything that Wooten did was on the edge of funny, but still very good. Yeah. Whenever he's he was explaining in reality, to yeah, when he was explaining to Connie about the two different water 
scenarios, yeah, the two different yeah. water explanations. Uh, those were really good and very solid. It was kind of silly, though. But, but it at was the silly, same time, yeah. it was... But it was true. It like, was, that's it was absolutely good. true. The reason why we have rainy days is so we can appreciate the sunny days. And that is something that it, whenever we're going through difficult times in our life, we can realize that life isn't promised to be wonderful all the time. But how would we know how wonderful those wonderful times are if we didn't have mm-hmm. those sad times to compare it to. I'll tell you what actually made me cry in these episodes. Well, it didn't make me cry. I thought you said you didn't cry. Uh, What I meant to say was that if I was going to cry, the part that would have (laughs) brought me to tears, except for the fact that Kevin was in the room and I had made a lot of fun of him uh, over the past couple of days for how much he does seem to cry um, over seemingly small things, was uh, the part where uh, Wit and Jason just kind of talked about Mr. Whitaker getting older and Jason worrying about him and not wanting him to pass away. I think that uh, Andre Stoika and um, Townsend Coleman, they have really good chemistry together when they're in their scenes. I feel like Andre Stoika is kind of still finding his footing in terms of relating to all the different characters and the chemistry and all that. But uh, whatever him and Townsend Coleman have going on is good chemistry. Whatsoever, yeah. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I just finished producing the Avery Awards because I was producing the Avery Awards this year. I wrote and produced it. And so I was really excited to, because I listened through this album a few times just to write for that. And so it's really fun just coming off of that. And Josh and Garrett are both make a little guest appearance in that. Anyway, I was just thinking about that because you mentioned no chemistry whatsoever. And that's probably the episode that I parody the most in this Avery Awards episode. That's true. It's a good every awards. I thought it was really funny with Bill coming back. You know, he's horrible as always, just a terrible father. But we <laughs> find out about yet another one of his secret wives. And again, her name is a month yes. of the year. Or, or at least we can assume it's a month of the year because he said her name is Jan, which I'm going to believe is short for January. Ah. Yeah. No, I think it's probably Janice, but that's the joke is that her name is Jan, like which is a... And it's Connie tomatoes, tomatoes say, I suppose. <laughs> April, I May, think maybe June. It's part of the joke. <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah, well, and and then Jules, which is is July. July. Are there any yeah. other months that they can get away with that before it just? I don't even it, know. It, it goes I, into the ridiculous. What woman would agree to name their daughter a month? He's like, hey, so all of my previous wives have been named after months of the year, and so are you. So could we name our daughter July? But it's okay. We'll call her Jules. I'm pretty sure that's the conversation that probably led to the crumbling of that marriage. Yeah. She was like, you know what? You can call the daughter Jules, and you can keep her too. Yeah, and you can call her whatever you want. I'm gone. (laughs) It's going to get crazier in future episodes. They're going to have children like Novi. Novi. No, November. <laughs> That's gonna be their dog's name. Here, Novi. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad you guys laughed. Yeah. For a second there, I thought you weren't gonna laugh, and that's funny. <laughs> it's like the only thing Bill finds attractive in women is just their names. He's like he's just on the lookout to try and find somebody else who has a name that's a month of the year. Well, when you're living in a world that's completely made up of audio, then that's all you have. Yeah. That's all you have, just names. <laughs> Remember that time in the Green Ring conspiracy when there was that character named Dirk Bags, and like nobody made any reference to like how ridiculous of a name that was, and they were like, "Oh well, it's Dirk Bags over there," blah blah, and they and they're like, "Is he a good guy or a bad guy?" It's like, well, his name is Dirk Bags, but nobody ever referenced it. But then, like a few episodes later, in uh, that episode where Jason, what, that two or three parter, that where. Um, Dale Jacobs yeah. showed up or whatever. That guy's name was last name was like Thug or something, and they like yeah. made yeah. a lot of reference to the fact that his name was amazing. Thug. I was like, 
What? How do you decide who? Yeah, I think Paul McCusker really likes doing that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, really at does. least make a reference to it. They were like, oh, his name is Dirk Bags, and it's the most ridiculous name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and nobody mm-hmm. referenced it, and it kind of took me out of it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That's not super related to what we're talking about, but... It's something you wanted to complain about. It's something I wanted to talk about on the Scoopcast for a really long time. <laughs> and, you, and you're really good at complaining about stuff. So. I am. I, yeah, I can't use Messy Mondays as a platform to complain about my grievances with uh, Adventures and Odyssey. Plus, I don't want to make it seem like I don't like Adventures in Odyssey because I, I love Adventures in Odyssey. You could come on the Scoopcast anytime you want. I can come on the Scoop. Hey, can I have my own segment where I just complain about things? Josh complains <laughs> about stuff. Hey, it could be called pros and cons. I could talk about a, a, a good thing I like about Odyssey. Like, well, I liked that one episode where the Barclays went to Hawaii. And then I'm like, yeah, but I hate dirt bags. <laughs> <laughs> And not the character of Dirk Bags, <laughs> just the fact that his name is Dirk Bags, and nobody says a thing. I thought he was thing. kind of fun. I think, Josh, I noticed a trend here, because you're the one who originally talked to me about Wooten and his oddness. And Don't even get me that. started on Wooten. I think, I think you just don't like when they don't reference things that, in real life, you would Yeah, reference. because the show is like, I mean, other than like the Imagination Station and stuff. It's not self-aware. Yeah, I guess that's even the one thing that's always bothered me about the Imagination Station. is like when kids come into Wit's End... And he's like, hey, I've got a new Imagination Station program. And they're like, oh, I've never been in the Imagination Station. And you know these kids have lived in Odyssey for years. It's like, okay, you have a magical machine that can take you back in time and you've never ridden in it? And it's free? Odyssey should be exploding with people coming in visiting exactly. it. You wonder why it's a small town. That's why Novacom was kind of strange because it was like they were trying to... Finally, somebody realized and was trying to steal the technology. It was like, well, this should have happened like years ago. This shouldn't have taken like 10 years to happen. It did happen in like the first Odyssey video, oh, didn't that, it? Didn't Dr. Blackard try and steal the Imagination Station at some point too? Or am I making that up? I think so. Yeah, he, I think, I, I think he so. put a bug in it. The the first two well, part yeah, of it was No, I, I mean like in the early 90s. Not right, the yeah, uh, Dr. Yeah. Blackard's virtual reality nightmare or whatever that episode's right. called. <laughs> Blackard's Revenge. <laughs> Which they're turning into a theme park, incidentally. <laughs> <laughs> the Dr. Blackard theme park. Dr. Blackard's <laughs> Virtual Reality <laughs> Nightmare. <laughs> Only at Universal Studios. <laughs> well, that was awesome. Make sure to join us next time when we do something else that's really awesome and has something to do with awesome adventures in Odyssey. For this awesome podcast, I'm Ryan Matlock, and never be without the awesome Odyssey Scoop. Two yellows. One, two. Ah, oh, man! I'm stuck in the gooey gumdrop. Think board games are just for kids? Think again. Introducing The Fellowship Gamer, a new podcast from the Blimey Cow Audio Network. Discover amazing, fun, and smart board games that will leave you wanting more. Every Wednesday, Josh and the gang review a brand new game and help you decide which games are winners and which do not pass go. So don't leave your fun to chance. Check out the Fellowship Gamer podcast and put some strategy to your playtime. Brought to you exclusively by the Blimey Cow Audio Network and MiniatureMarket.com. Find out more at BlimeyCow.com. <laughs>